Nice. And I believe, I believe we're live on YouTube as well. So we're running it? Uh, we are running it. Good time. Okay, okay, okay. Um, welcome to the live stream, everybody. The Train Like a Ranger live stream where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and military prep. Uh, I'm Dan Burnett, and this is Jay Tony. So, uh, how's it going, Jay? It is going busy, busy. School has been busy for us both, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we've been very busy, uh, but we managed to get on today. So, very excited about that. We have a lot of fun doing these podcasts. So, um, good to see you guys again. Absolutely. And then anybody on the YouTube side, as you guys trickle in or not, or anybody who does both, let us know how sound everything is. I got, I built a new PC, so I had to like reset everything up. So I'm still hoping it's good. Yep. And my hair looks so shiny on the Instagram. Got that lustrous sheen. Uh, dude, using conditioner or something? Of course. Oh. Of course. I don't know if I ever told you this. Um, when I went to visit, uh, I'll say Ed. Um, Zach was there, and uh, we were staying at his house, at Ed's house, and I went into the shower, and so I used this like OGX kind of expensive like uh, shampoo. It's not like some ritzy thing, but it's you know a little bit nicer than Head and Shoulders or whatever. And Zach had the same exact brand, just like a different color version, and I was like, yes, so that's a ranger right there, dude. Taking care of your hair, very important. Is it? it Okay, that's a uh, that is a thing. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I've never seen yeah. so much uh, emphasis on hair until I got with that group. Yeah, so. it's all about if you if you don't look good doing it, are you even doing it? <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Dip spit and pomade everywhere, dude. <laughs> uh, Nick, what's um, going on? Nick, let me know if uh, all the sound and stuff is good on the YouTube side. He says, yo, Dan, looking good. Jay, take notes. Hey, that's right, Jay. Well, just take for notes, the record, dude. when we set these up, just keep in mind that I actually have to set stuff up. This man just shows up late, coffee in <laughs> hand, no big deal, just rolling in. That's actually that's actually true. Yeah, <laughs> that's 100% accurate. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Sound is good. <clears throat> awesome. Uh, same thing for Instagram guys, because sometimes the uh, you know we stream on both. So all right, um, you you ask them like you can fix it. Like sometimes your phone's bad. They're like, hey, it sounds bad. You're like, yeah, I'm just gonna keep it. Not much. No, I just <laughs> I just need to know whether to say sorry or not. I'm not gonna fix it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Are you really sorry though? If you have no intention of remedying the situation? Oh, I just uh, yeah, I just tag. Yeah. That's. That's your your thing. The reason anything looks good is because of Jay. Um, tech is not my thing, dude. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of filters on him all the time too. So if you ever think he looks good, it's you don't want to see what's underneath the filters, dude. A hundred percent real beard, dude. They they have to put the no beard filter. <clears throat> that would intimidate. Matt Lewis everybody. says, "How is bro drinking coffee at nine p.m.?" Uh, yeah, that's, I, gotta, I mean, I that happens. <laughs> I was going to say, we got going on, so. I don't sleep, dude. <laughs> this week was, like, midterms for me. I was just, like, coming. I got home from school the one day at, like, 6.30 and just started pounding. I just put a whole pot of coffee on and was just crushing essays and stuff. It was, uh, you know, got to do what you got to do. And yeah. If you're in regiment, there's no, there's no cutoff time for caffeine. It's just all the time. Yeah. No, no, school, school's tough, you know, um, uh, a lot of time, a lot of time studying, um, you know, so I got late nights already studying, trying to prep for tests and, and, you know, with my program, I got tests, like, feels like, if not every day, every other day, it's just like, there's always something going on. Um, and then on top of that, you know, my son, it's gotten a lot better, but you know, my son wakes up through the night and things, but he's starting to starting to sleep better which is good but that and it, it was a it was a nightmare his first couple months just like you know i just straight up didn't sleep dude so much caffeine but uh it's getting better it's getting better a little bit more sleep dude i'm getting like a solid three hours you know what i'm saying actually i get pretty good sleep um my earliest no, class isn't until 9 40 so 
I wake up seven o'clock. Yeah. Um. Oh, Nicholas Morales said, decided to transfer from the Instagram live to the YouTube live because this layout is lit. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. He's yeah, like, it was plus, all my idea. Plus, Dan dude. doesn't know how to read, so never my questions never get answered. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that? No, but <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I yeah, he felt it. I think he he meant it. He was thinking. Okay, this. yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, no, the YouTube side is cool. And by the way, if you guys don't know, we always post uh, these to YouTube and Spotify afterwards. So uh, if you guys miss a portion or whatever. Um, we have all our episodes yeah. that get posted after they go to YouTube right away. Uh, Spotify, uh, we can't take, we can't rip the video until uh, like 12 or so hours afterwards. So it usually goes up the following day. Every yeah. once in a while we got a lot going on. We're like a day or two late, but 98% of the time I would say it goes up the next day. Yeah. But the benefit of watching live is sometimes you hear us say stupid stuff. Like, yeah, it's like, like Dan goes some... and cuts out later. <laughs> yeah. So like I profess I I at least say something stupid. I feel like once every stream like something profoundly stupid and then I got to go back and go is this acceptable? And I say there's only Watch been a couple things. times. Yeah. I try not to edit anything though. Um, but um yeah. So yeah. join it live, dude. You can see the raw version unadulterated and uncut. <laughs> um oh, what's going on Josh? Nick says he's cut back on running and doing more lifting. He got scrawny. I was laughing at this earlier. He said, I got scrawny and kind of looked like an anorexic emo chick from 2008. So that was actually the look back then, Nick. All right. It was easy. All right. That was the look. Like that. Yeah, that was the thing. That was the look. Um, so Mike says, glad to see you guys back on live. Yeah, good to be back. Um. Yeah, like I said, we said it a couple of times. Like we have a lot going on, but the, like we really, really like doing this and like getting engaging with everybody and answering questions and and joking around with you guys. So this is no nice for us. We really do enjoy this and try to get on as much as possible. I know sometimes we miss weeks, but yeah, no, this is really fun. This is really fun. You know, um, I'm very happy with um, the direction that Train Like a Ranger has gone and. Uh, and you know, a lot of props to Jay. Jay's Jay's really um, helped steer this into a really cool direction with yep, all the. That guy's awesome for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know the tech savvy stuff and making everything look good. You know, a lot, he does a lot of that stuff. So, you know, um, it's it's more engaging. Again, the overlays the uh, help set up a lot of the podcast stuff. So it's it, this is really fun. So, um, I'm we have a good time with this with this business and brand. Um, plus we like to give back. So, you know, I just shared the success stories the other day. Um, that that's really what keeps us going, you know, seeing you guys out there being successful, especially with something that we can provide very fulfilling. Uh, Shelton says, when I do the five mile time trial, should I do it on a track or rolling Hills? So preferably to test yourself on a track. Uh, that's the, that's the best way to get a baseline time. Now, if you want to go out and test yourself on like hills for the purpose of, you know, you, you know, if you're going to something like, and Jay can attest to this, if you're doing like RASP or you're doing Ranger School, the, uh, the track isn't flat. So, you know, they do have some hills and stuff like that, but. Um, so RASP is flat. I feel like, didn't we run like a route for that? Yeah, around the airfield. It's flat. Oh, was it around the airfield? Yeah, Ranger School. On the <laughs> yeah, no, that was not. not yeah, flat. That was not. It, yeah. So like at Ranger School, for example, the turnaround point, is, it's up a giant, a ginormous hill. Yeah, the yeah. Ranger yeah. School five mile is, is terrible. But if you're pushing towards RASP, I would recommend, like he said, track, flat, get a good time. But practicing and doing some five miles on hills and mixing it up is good. Yeah, good to mix it up. But if you're getting your baseline time, do it on a track. Yeah, someone commented in there said Rasp was flat on the airfield. Yeah, Rasp is super flat. Okay. I mean, it has like a mild, mild, mild degree of like a little bit of, you know, here and there, but it's it's very flat. So you'll have a, the five mile course at Rasp is really your five mile. 
although the morning is a little rough that morning okay but for the most <laughs> part it's 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 generally where you're at yeah yeah like aston says ranger school five miles trash on instagram um <laughs> it's rough it's a it's a rough go um yeah. but yes yes rasp is flat but like Daniel said, yeah, the track is going to be the best place for you to get a good, like, get your time and figure out where you're at. Uh, you want to go? Uh, yeah. Let's see what we got here. Um, so these two questions are kind of paired in together. So uh, Matt Lewis is asking about the 50k bonus the army is offering right now. Asking if those are legit. And then uh, Daniel Aguayo is asking, is the army taking waivers? Uh, so for the bonuses, listen, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Okay. Bonuses are, can be a little bit weird. So depending on what you sign up for, you have to hit like certain actual steps. Like you can't fall out or fail or anything for some of these bonuses. And then you also have to be really proactive if they offer you a bonus about keeping that paperwork and making sure you go and get that bonus. Because if, if you don't ask for it, they will not hesitate to not pay you that money. So if you get a bonus, make sure you read the actual writing in the contract. Um, like Daniel says, like make sure you don't sign anything unless you read it. Make sure you understand the ins and outs of what you are required to do. Because sometimes even getting a recycle can knock you out of a bonus. Like make sure you read that fine print and make sure that you guys are going to get that after you get to your unit and you keep on them. You make sure you get your money. No one is going to look out for you but you. On the flip side of the coin, obviously, if you let your team leaders and stuff know when you show up, they should help you as well. But make sure that you are really, really advocating for yourself on those. Um, and waivers, uh, are they doing waivers right now? They do. Um, you know, as they need more people, the waivers get a little bit more loose. As it tightens up kind of ish right now, the they accept less waivers. Um and then rasp again takes even less waivers than that. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, and I think you got a. Uh, did you have a bonus when you got in? I feel like a lot of people did during our time frame. Maybe I honestly do not remember. Okay, mine was weak. Mine at the time. I know they're giving big bonuses right now. Twenty five hundred, um, maybe I had or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, at the time we were in, um, I feel like bonuses had dropped for a little bit. So mine was like a seven hundred dollar bonus, and I didn't go. I never went and turned that into. I never got mine either. <clears throat> yeah, I never. So you gotta, you have to take. I think you go to. Um, I don't want to be specific, but you know the S shops and. Um, I think you can make say sure S one. Can I can S1. I say that? It's S one. All right. Yeah. You just know. go to the yeah the clerks. Yeah. The clerks. Yeah. So people handle the paperwork. Um, and they'll handle it for you. Even if you didn't say S one, you can't just walk into S three. You, that's the only place you can really go to is <laughs> um, I'm careful though. I am careful. Yeah. But yeah, so the <laughs> S1 shop is the clerks. They have the dudes, the guys and men and women there that'll do, they know how to, their MOS is doing that stuff. So they'll be able to help you there. Um, and then sometimes you'll have to go to legal too, depending on what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I never got mine. Um, so good times. Did you answer this waivers question? Uh, I said, yeah, is the army taking waivers right now? I kind of hit. Okay. You got that one. Uh, Um, They do take waivers. It just depends on what it's for. So like, they're a little bit more strict when they're shrinking down on the morality waivers, which is like, if you have a, like a charge, like a, um, like a misdemeanor or felony or whatever it is for. Um, and then rasp is even more strict at those. So you'll see a lot of cutbacks on morality waivers for rasp, even if the big army is taking them. Yeah, I feel like they're they, especially during this time they'd be a little more lenient with um, waivers and things. So probably be a good time. Yeah, um, so you'll see them like in. not allow dudes with hand tattoos, then not care at all, and then so it just it, it just depends on the time frame. It depends. Yeah, no, it really depends on the retention. You know, like if it if it's in a time of need, then they start getting a little more lax. And then you know, I saw it even even during our time frame. They they would get lax and then they would turn around and get strict again. So yeah. it kind of depends on supply and demand type thing. Um, uh, I think it's your turn. Uh, yeah. Let's see. 
Oh, cool. So Cat Eye says, my son is uh, at Benning. And so he, he told his son to watch our videos to prep for um, Ranger selection. So heck yeah, that's awesome. Appreciate that. I uh, hope it helps him. So, and if he has any questions and things, he can reach out. Um, we do talk to people all the time. Um, I love, I do love, and I hope somebody who does this is listening. Uh, people always message like, check your DMs. You, you ever see those? Yeah. Check your DMs. I'm like, yeah, we know. We answer literally all the messages in our, uh, in our Instagram. And uh, we get emails too. So we answer the emails. We answer everything, but we do get backed up because we get literally hundreds of messages a week. So to add perspective, like one guy saying, check your DMs, like, yeah, we're working on it, you know? So, and then, um, and yeah, actually, I'll speak on that point. If you guys have a question, you don't have to ask, like, don't just DM us the question and all the info. You don't have to be like, hey, I have a question. Cause sometimes I'm like trying to answer back and I'm trying to keep up with a conversation, but then it gets a lot in this trouble. So I, tr I try to make sure I get back to him if I know someone is like ready and sending more information. But if you just send your question with all the qualifying information right off the bat, um, it makes it a little bit easier for us to get to get you an answer more quickly. Yes, yeah. And you know, um, concise, clear, present what you want uh to hear, you know, like it. You know, there's times where like if somebody sends me like an essay, then that's harder to divvy through, you know, especially when we got a high volume of messages. And the reason I tell you guys this is because we answer everything and we want you guys to get the best quality to your answer. So um, yeah, you can absolutely ask us things. We're pretty deliberate with taking care of that stuff, but you know, we can only make our rounds every so often because we go through everybody. So make sure you send what you want in one go and make it, you know, condensed and clear. If I get to your message though, just keep in mind the answer you get is not going to be condensed and clear at all. I ramble <laughs> so much. Um, He's very, th yeah, you're very thorough with answer people. Though. At the end, I'm always like, did that make sense? If it was too much, I can I can answer more questions if I need to qualify any of that stuff. No, so a lot of these guys, a lot of guys have talked to Jay. Um, Jay handles a lot of it. So, you know, uh, Jay's very thorough. Like, I, I see what you message people because we share the the messages and things. So he's he's very detailed and he really cares about you guys. So uh, good good guy to talk to. Um, is it your turn? I lose track. Uh, I think it is. Yeah. We ramble, and then I was like, what? I know. I was going to say, he, well, the way he rambles when he talks is how I ramble when I write. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this is a fun one. Josh Nick says, is Cinnamon Toast Crunch an adequate meal prep? Uh, he says, no, but for real, <laughs> what's your guy's favorite cereal? Uh, dude. I don't like cereal. So if I'm going to eat, like if I was going to go to the store and get cereal right now, it would be Reese's Puffs, not even a contest. But I eat cereal like a, it's like a treat. I don't eat it as like a meal. Um, personally, although it can be, it can be actually really good for like an after workout snack. Cause it has a bunch of like stuff that helps you continue going for the rest of the day. But I just, I feel like I have to eat so much cereal to feel full. Yeah, I don't eat uh, a lot of those cereals when I'm on a diet. There are healthier cereals like, you know, um, Raisin Bran and stuff like that. It's not bad. Uh, if I'm going to have cereal, I'm not going to get Raisin Bran. But or total, I'm not right? saying that's my favorite. My mm. favorite whenever I'm not. Uh, actually, I used to do this whenever I'd have my like cheat. Uh, <laughs> I would, so I'd, I would train super hard for a couple of weeks and I'd do a competition. This is what I used to do. So like I'd do a tournament or a competition or whatever. And then after that, I would go on a, not even just like a cheap day. I would have like a cheap period because I would be so strict for that's, so long. That's still been going on for the last three years. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Kind of. Uh, since I had a kid, you know, but like, so like after I do the competition, I'd take a couple of days of just like really cutting loose and then I'd go back to my strictness. So one of the things that I liked was Fruity Pebbles, dude. I'll smash a whole box of Fruity Pebbles. Those are yeah, dude. I love Fruity Pebbles, man. Although I will say. That's my choice. That's my choice. I will say there are two honorable mentions. So now I go for Reese's Puffs. Honorable mention Special K cereal. So basic training, rasp. I used to. So I, I told you guys I was small, so I was like 135 pounds, but I was like, I hit like a huge growth spurt when I was in basic. 
So I would get the special K cereal and just fill that thing with chocolate milk. Oh, so good. That was like one of my favorite things at the defect in basic training. And then second honorable mention, uh, Crave cereal. I had those had that on deployment. Phenomenal. What is it? Crave. They're like these. Right. Okay. It's almost like cinnamon toast crunch wrapped around chocolate. Okay. It's so good. Uh, but that was my deployment cereal. Where'd you go again? You went to Bath? Was it Bath you went to? Uh, now I feel like I shouldn't say that. But I went to Bastion. Okay. Yeah, this is, there's no time frames. Um, uh, and then I was also in Canada. Oh, Ireland. We're getting reported right now. Um, <laughs> very general, dude. So... Uh, Nicholas Morales is on the Fruity Pebble train as well. And Cocoa Pebbles are good, too. All right, I'll give you... Dude, so my wife, when she was pregnant, was, like, craving Cocoa Pebbles. Like, I, she was just, like... That was, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, I, I've never seen a person eat so many Cocoa Pebbles in my life. So, They're good. Uh, yeah, they are good, though. Are I good. definitely uh, help myself sometimes. Um... I think it's your turn uh yep so hey seen a bunch of friends joining what's up friends you know who you are dude uh gates says did you uh did you guys meet any college wrestlers while in the pipeline if so how they do yeah a lot of guys have backgrounds in like different you know contact sports and stuff um from my time in the military we had like remember we had the dude who was like an olympic swimmer um there was guys who had wrestling backgrounds. Like yeah, I don't wrestling. know if I, I don't know if there was any college wrestlers. A lot of guys oh, had wrestling sure. backgrounds, but I don't remember anybody that wrestled in college. No, I knew, I knew a few. I knew, uh, I knew one guy that was D one for sure. Um, and there are a lot of high school wrestlers though. I see that more often. There's a couple college wrestlers in there. You know, back in my day, I got a grant to go wrestle D three, so I'm kind of a big deal too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i but no, say they, no i i always say i think that stuff helps too with um with confidence and stuff like that it's because you know like you know there's just a, you get a little bit more confident when you know you can handle yourself and stuff like that so yeah i think they do good in that regard um so they carry themselves a little better and stuff I, like that i, I am actually the athletic. opposite i i don't i wrestled I don't believe wrestling is really uh, that good for you personally. Um, it can be fine, but when guys are like cutting a ton of weight and stuff, um, that can do like that can wreak havoc on your body. Like you see a lot of these boxers and MMA dudes as they even get towards fifty, that just like the roller coaster of their body going like to s such extremes uh, can take a heavy toll. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I've talked about this before too because I used to cut a little bit. Um, and I've done a couple big cuts and always it was all it always took a lot out of me. And I felt I felt like I performed worse because I think what everybody thinks is they want to get an advantage. But especially the guys who are like pro level, they're cutting big weight. They're like really dehydrating their body. That can't I mean, that's not good for you. And then they bounce back and they try to get that weight advantage. But, you know, they they put so much on their body whenever they go compete. I feel like their performance is actually suffering there. In, in an attempt to try to get an advantage. So, you know, um, that's kind of become like the norm to, you know, kind of abuse your body to meet competition criteria. But, you know, and granted, you know, uh, jujitsu is like my thing. So like uh, the need to cut isn't as big, but, you know, I can understand if you're getting like doing MMA and stuff like that, uh, especially at a high level, you know, that weight really matters, uh, getting hit harder and stuff like that. But um, but, uh, yeah, I just don't think it's, I don't think it's good for that to be the norm. I think it, it takes a lot out of people. It's very demanding. And, uh, you know, whenever I didn't cut weight and I went and did my jujitsu competitions, I felt a lot better. And then I decided like, I'm not cutting weight for these. Like I, I may do a little bit to stay within, um, a certain, you know, certain weight. Like if I only need to cut a couple pounds, sure. But if it's like some big 15 pound cut or something like, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, you'll see some guys too, MMA and boxing, that say they feel better when they like stop cutting to such a lower weight. They yeah. they say they have more energy and they have a little bit more stamina on the ring and stuff like that too. But so I think, especially when you're in college, a lot of those wrestlers like 
but really hard and then they're in college so they party and like so just the swings can be rough on the body um that was actually why i didn't want to go to college and wrestle because i didn't want to have to deal with cutting weight and stuff wrestlers don't yeah they don't mess around with those weight cuts they yeah. do the big weight cuts yeah yeah and they're doing it early too like kids in high school are making big weight cuts and stuff like yeah, that. yeah i wrestled 96 pounds demanding. my freshman year like i was cutting weight yeah, i remember when i went to i was in so i went to a, a catholic school and i went to catholic states and i was i had to like i had to weigh in naked because i was like 0.1 over so I had to take my I had to take my boxers off to make weight. Like I was cutting to get down there because I <laughs> in high school you're growing. You know what I mean? So yeah. you have to like fight your body's natural progression to like push yourself down. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and they tried to do the thing where they like test you beforehand and make sure like this is the lowest weight you can go to, but you cut a ton of weight to go to that too. So it's just like yeah stressful too it's stressful to cut that weight like it becomes not even the competition is a stressful thing it's it's like trying to stay within that weight you're like can i eat this one you know banana no i can't no. can i drink this much water no, no i can only drink a little bit a couple sips Dude, you know like you got skittles it, that like they make you everything away spitting yeah. it's yeah it's terrible yeah. um it's not good <laughs> yeah so anyway um is it my turn <laughs> um oh cookie chris that's a good one too uh battle on the reese's but sorry it's a lot about cereal on my end right now um hold on i got one up somewhere that i was gonna read earlier sorry bear with me um uh mike Eck, what is your uh what what sport are you talking about see that in the, the read-up what's his question uh he said this is a meal prep related more mindset and advice oriented but nearing senior year of high school haven't won past regionals wanting to hit state this year and don't know if i'm reading if i'm ready any advice probably wrestling right oh wrestling he said wrestling yeah yep um yeah so that's a hard one so i actually um I went to to states a couple times. Um, I never like won or well, I won Catholic states, placed second, something like that. Um, it's tough. I mean, my biggest actually, my biggest jump in wrestling specifically um, was I just really put the work in. Um, like I was hit, I started hitting the weight room more. Um, I let my body settle into a little bit of a higher weight class than I was cutting. So I, I was at, um, 119 and I actually pushed into the 125 category, um, and felt a lot better wrestling. Like we were saying, like I bumped up a little bit. Um, and yeah, I just putting the work in at practice was the biggest thing for me. So my first couple of years wrestling, I kind of did it with my buddies and I would kind of I would practice, but I wasn't taking it as serious. And my buddy left the wrestling team and I started putting all my focus down into practice and technique because really what it's going to be the best for you is technique. Like you can get stronger, but technique is very important in wrestling. Also, um, talking to your coach and seeing if you can get videos or like start videotaping some of these tournaments where you're going to face some of these guys down the line in States is huge too. Um, you'll start knowing if they're going to, you know, head and arm you, or if they go for, you know, certain kinds of moves like arm bars and stuff like that, it'll give you a little bit of a leg up if you're prepared for what they're going to go into when you step on the mat with them. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Technique is, is uh, big. So rep it out. Um, that's the big focus. And then I'm really, you know, that was the big change for me too in my competition. So like I used to used to be put a lot more emphasis on the physical aspects of it. But when I started focusing, of course, you still want to train and stuff like that. But when I started focusing more on techniques and even working out of bad positions, so getting in positions where I'm not comfortable, you know, allowing that to happen, because usually whenever I do, you know, I'd grapple, it would be it would be I'd go to my usual routines. What's my go to's? Where am I most comfortable? But where are you weak? You know, cause once you find yourself there, are you going to get pinned there? So put yourself in that position and start working that technique to get out, build muscle memory there. So, um, that's what I would do as well. Yeah. That's really good advice. I was actually just thinking about this dude that I wrestled one time. He was really good and won a lot of matches, but all he had was a head and arm. So like 
if I just stayed out of that, I just kept shooting, taking down, getting staying away from that head and arm. He he didn't have other moves. Like he was really strong and really good at at that quick head and arm. But if he couldn't get that, he wasn't as good. So identify what you're good at, be good at it, but also plus up and shore up some of those spots that you might be weak. And that's and that's advice for everything. I was just about <laughs> to say that. Yeah, no, that's that's good. It just like applies to so many things, you know. Um, that's funny. I was just about to say that. You can't uh, see it, but Daniel actually has the alphabet on the wall behind his computer so he can practice yeah. his letters because he's got <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so I've almost got him down, dude. Um, Gaston says, uh, yo, uh, so a couple updates. And uh, I'll, say, I'll say little because I don't like to say too much before I make things happen. But you guys had said in my last video, y'all had a couple com uh, comments down below. Oh, yeah, I do this. But uh, y'all said get in contact with Danger Ranger, um, the YouTube channel. So we have gotten in contact and uh, just stay tuned. We may have some announcements there. Uh, also, speaking of uh, my friend, I just shouted out. Um, we have some other guys with some interesting backgrounds um, from, uh, from some MOSs you guys wanted to know about. So we're talking about getting more people on the podcast. Um, and uh yeah no we got a we got a bunch of people in the in the holding space that we're looking to get booked um for some people it's hard to meet our time frame because we're meeting a little late because this is the time that usually works for us so we're just trying to make sure everybody fits sync up we got a bunch of people waiting so we got some cool guests that are coming on um all right so uh do you want to move into some of the things we you said we wanted to kind of hit uh separate from questions uh sure if you have anything everything well i was saying you you mentioned a couple of them before we started um so i have a question for you actually um related to diet since that was one of the aspects um so how do you feel personally your personal stance on uh diet sodas and uh like the newer you know coke zero version like zero sugar versions that aren't necessarily diet yeah uh, so none of them are good for you right um the the carbonation and then the chemicals the chemicals that they put in lieu of the sugar are not good for your body either mm. um and that that goes with any sort of processed foods anything you can almost guarantee anything that's contained or in a package is probably not good for you um so to be the healthiest is to you know intake you know water for one and you can have other things like you know coffee um a little bit of dairy is okay if you can handle it you know stuff like that that's more wholesome more whole foods you know eating is the same way but whenever you're taking things like energy drinks sodas of any kind doesn't matter zero sugar whatever uh it's it's not good for you now if you're are um and i don't want to speak too much out of my lane but if you're like a, a diabetic and you're wanting to enjoy a soda then that's definitely a safer option for you because it's technically doesn't have, you know, sugar in it. But, um, you know, the, the thing is I wouldn't make it, I would enjoy those, um, in bits, but I don't, I don't necessarily think it's like, uh, like a great option either way. All right. So Dan says, uh, if you're diabetic, don't have sugar. Good point. Um, <laughs> and he says no packaged foods. If you're not pulling it out of the ground yourself, you're not allowed to eat it. Um, so uh, you said, you mentioned carbonation. You said you said that was in the list of the bad things for you. Elaborate. So, you know, actually we were talking about this the other day. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat a little bit and Google. So, I used to drink a lot of club sodas and stuff like that. Uh, but, um, and I think those are probably okay, but I've always heard people say that the carbonation probably isn't great for you. And to be honest, I need to look more into this, but um, I think it probably has something to do with, you know, the carbon dioxide that's in it and like the bubbles and things like that. I'm sure they, you know, it can have an effect on your, um gut health and things so yeah i also read but i need about, to look more into it to I, be honest i did one time read a study it was only one and it wasn't really peer-reviewed or anything like that that had said it had uh it could have an effect if you had too much carbonation uh, it had an effect on your bones on your bone health 
um i am addicted to carbonation like legitimately like i have a soda stream i like pump that i pump i drink carbonated water like i if my drink is flat i don't want it take it back everybody's got to have a little something you know like i used to drink the whenever i wasn't drinking any sodas like i cut everything for a long time i cut energy drinks sodas alcohol everything um but i would have club sodas (laughs) enjoy you deserve that Jay's got a Coke right now. It's a Coke um, Zero. All right. <laughs> Sponsor us or whatever, Coke. Uh, it's a Coke Zero. Um, I, so I personally, my, my steak is like, okay, I understand. Like you could ask Dan about any food ever. You could ask him, like, Dan, how are carrots? Oh, they're kind of high on sugar. You should probably get a green or a white vegetable. Nothing is perfect for you. So I... Am a huge proponent of Coke Zeros or like any of those zero drinks uh, or even diet because um, a lot of people really like soda. It's something that they've drank forever and it's, you know, going to be better than you, you know, dumping sugar and garbage from like a full Coke. Um, You know, obviously there's chemicals and other things for the sweetness and stuff like that that aren't great for you. But I definitely think if you're going to go for a soda, like you really want a soda, I would, you know, I would, you know, tell you to steer towards the Coke Zeros, Diet Pepper Zeros, uh, Diet Coke, stuff like that, instead of the, you know, full sugar version. Unless you can get the glass bottle, uh, like South American Coke with the cane sugar, then just always get that, though, for sure, because that stuff is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Um, Josh Nick says zero yeah. calorie sodas have helped me lose over 20 pounds. Um being not fat is better than me being fat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if you if you really are are looking to to shave off those extra calories and stuff in certain places, um, I definitely am a huge proponent of of grabbing those instead. Obviously, nothing's gonna be better for you than you know water and some electrolytes and stuff like that. But to cut out and help you cut back, I definitely am a huge uh, proponent of those drinks. Yeah, I'm I'm actually kind of looking at some information here, so. From what I've seen, I actually looked at a couple of links. Um, I'm not super well versed in this. This is actually a good question. But uh, yeah, it does look like diet soda would be the lesser evil. Um, because, I mean, it makes sense. So like if you go look at, say you like monsters, and you go look at the sugar in like a green monster. I looked at it one time. Um, it was like all of your daily value. Yeah. I think if not more, it was like an absurd amount of sugar. I was like, holy crap. You know, because I got one to kind of cut loose not too long ago. And I was like, dude, there's so much sugar in this thing. Daniel cuts so, loose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, not great. So I actually, the next time I got a monster, which is not often, I got a um, uh, one of the zero ones because of the no sugar. Because to me, no sugar, you know, the sugar is more of a concern for me. Um, so, yeah, no, that that does make sense. You know, like if you're going to enjoy soda. Diet's probably the better way to go. So I'm glad you're talking about this because I actually, um, I'll do more research into this. Good topic. Yeah. Um, and then Daniel, he said this would be fun, uh, wanted to hit carbohydrates because um, there's a lot of, maybe not necessarily misinformation. Well, there is a lot of misinformation about everything. Um, but a lot of people have a, uh, there's like a stigma towards carbohydrates um, when in reality, I mean, as long as you're the, what I'll let Daniel answer, but he is going to talk about the process part of it and stuff like that. There's a lot of misinformation about a lot of that, like even fats as well. You know, you need to eat fats also. Yeah. So diet is a balance. You need all the, the macros, right? Um, And when I say macros, I mean, proteins, fats, carbs, there's always these fad diets and people love to chase them, right? They love um, I don't know what it is, but that's the only thing I've talked to you about this before. The fitness industry bothers me for that reason, because everybody just chases fads. So like you can, you can know scientifically things and make rationale out of it, but somebody who takes good pictures can just spat off and, you know, make people believe some silly things. So, um, but it is what it is, right? It's the internet. So, you know, Diet is a balance and there's a lot of components to diet, but especially when you're talking about athletes, uh, carbohydrates is necessary. So, you know, I see a lot of people will do the, the keto thing, which, um, you know, there's a lot of things that 
keto does, right? As far as you start taking in more whole foods and things like that, that's good. Um, but cutting out carbohydrates is, uh, is not great. So carbohydrates is good for, especially athletes, because you are using it for glycogen primarily. So like uh, glycogen is the thing that you use in a weightlifting. So to make it easy, uh, simple is like whenever you weightlift, you use different energy sources, but the main uh, energy source is from glycogen stores, which is comprised from carbohydrates. So you want to take in a carbohydrates to have that energy source uh, for that. Carbohydrates are also, uh, their substrates are a metabolic primer for burning fat. So, you know, to make your body more efficient at burning fats, whenever you're training, you want to have some carbohydrates in your diet too. So um, whenever you don't have carbohydrates, your body starts to burn more protein, usually from things like muscles. So that's why we, when we say like people on a keto diet, they're, they're losing weight, but they also lose muscle. You start to see, they're like, wow, I lost weight really fast. It's like, yeah, your body's probably uh, eating that, eating some of that itself. muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yes, they, they will lose weight and things like that, but in order to be the best, most well-rounded athlete, you want to have a balanced diet. And so we talk about that in our nutrition programs and on our website. Um, of course, like whenever I say carbs, people are always thinking like, so you're saying eat a bunch of donuts and stuff like, no, obviously not. We're talking about, we're not, then. Oh, <laughs> no, we're talking about good carb sources, you know, and a lot of, a lot of people don't know, like, uh, fruits, vegetables, that's, that's a good carb source. So, um, you know, and then a lot of foods, there's like a mix of, a, of different things too, like, you know, different food groups. You'll see it in our nutrition program. We break down different foods. You'd be like, oh, okay, this isn't just carbs, right? Like when I eat, um, eat a certain food, it's not just carbs. Like there's a little bit of protein in there. There's a little bit of fat in there too. So um, yeah, diet's a balance. So that was something that I wanted to point out. So yeah, uh, what I'm saying is keto, we don't like it. <laughs> okay. I So I agree to a degree with the keto diet because I don't think the keto diet is as bad as it seems because I think people do it wrong. Yeah. So you see a lot of people out here eating. Yeah, I can have meat and vegetables and I'm high in fats and stuff. So I just eat broccoli and red meat and bacon. It's like, okay. A lot of bacon, right? Don't no, do that. No, that's so a good point. You're still, you can still eat leaner meat. So if you're, if you do really, really, really wanted to do keto, like you can still do it with, you know, turkey and chicken and leaner meats and stuff like that. And it wouldn't be as bad for you in the long run. Still, it wouldn't be my recommendation to anybody, especially anybody who's training like you guys most likely are. Um, but there is a way to do it a little bit more properly where it's not as terrible um, than dudes that are just eating a plate full of bacon. Yeah. And actually what I want to do too, is I want to bring in uh, different macronutrient sources so like what is healthy carbs and what is i'm a, I'm actually looking quinoa. at our website um wait what is that quinoa it's like quinoa a, yeah it's a grain are you saying words right now dude? you don't know what quinoa is no what is that this is the man telling you what to eat right now no no no, no. no tell me tell me I, i'll look it up right quinoa, now. it's q-u-i-n-o-a oh i dude that's what that's how you say that I know. I, oh, okay. Lord. I told you he has the alphabet behind his computer screen. He's working on Always, it. When I read that, I think quinoa. <laughs> I think you're wrong every time. It's quinoa? Quinoa. All right. Well, uh, quinoa, like those, you know, a little bit more nutrient rich grains and stuff like that are great sources of carbs. Dude, I, I love. Carbs. um. Pharaoh's a good uh, one. Bulgur. Yeah. yeah. I, I do love how um, when we usually get on here and we're. Uh, trying to be like talk about all the things it's all military prep and this time i labeled this one join the world's bet on the instagram i name all of them and i usually put a funny name but i'm like join the army's best recruiters <laughs> we're not in the army anymore but obviously so that's the joke but anyways now we're just talking about wrestling and, and yeah you know and diet and working out <laughs> yeah it's a waiver and bonus question what are you talking oh we did we did five yeah. miles at ranger school rest we got it all yeah, we, we do it all dude we, if y'all want to talk about pop tarts versus toaster strudels for an hour, it's whatever you guys want to okay, talk that's, about. We can't. The conversation's over. Toaster strudel is better, and it's not close. You think toaster strudel is better? I don't think that, Daniel. I know that. It's we a can fact. Be friends. We can be friends. Yeah. Dude. Okay. It's a fact. All right. 
Nobody's fighting you. Dude. If anybody in here prefers Pop Tarts to Strudel, I'm not gonna tell you to leave, but you know, <laughs> just think about it. Take a hard look in the mirror, maybe. Join the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, no, not our diet recommendation. By the way, we're just talking about things we enjoy. Um, I had a toaster strudel in, I don't know, probably a decade. Um, but now I really want one. That is the jam. I gotta go to the grocery store after this live, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> the craving is real, dude. Um, Biano Tetriste says, um, any tips for the people who bought the TLR Warrior program? Man, just, uh, that's a good program. It's got a good progression to it. So, you know, Whenever you're doing the program, <clears throat> whenever you're doing the program, know that there's exercise, there's an exercise index. So if you look at an exercise and you're like, I don't understand this, I've already done all the videos. So you just go down to the links and I describe each exercise. It's super thorough um, and it has a good progression to it. So, you know, what I will say is if you need more time on a certain tier, you can take it. Um, also, I talk about deload weeks and stuff like that in there. That's why I like the Warrior program because I put a lot more detail into the warrior program uh than most programs and um you know so it, it's a good program there's there's a little there's a lot of supplemental information i think it's worth looking at and uh and if you guys have any questions reach out to us like i said we we try to answer um most if not all the things we get in our inbox uh yeah just skip month three though it'll be yeah. <laughs> no uh and all seriousness three stuff my biggest piece of advice for anyone doing the warrior program i would prefer that you cut out a workout and fit in warm-up and cool down and stretching because you're going to be str struggling if you're not stretching and properly warming up and cooling down you're going to be hurting on so after some of those days the pyramid days in month two and the 10 by 10s and, and stuff in month three so like it's gonna be tough like um so really, really, really make sure you guys are hitting, uh, stretching and cool down and warm ups and stuff. And if you guys don't understand warm ups and cool downs, there is also links to um, a warm up and cool down, like a follow along warm up and cool down. Which is I, awesome. I still sometimes uh, use it. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, it was weird. Like the first time I filmed that, it's weird to like do all that in front of the camera. But it's helped so many people. Like a lot of people love that thing. So well, it helps you keep uh, time and stuff too, which is nice. So you don't have to focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no, I'm super happy to hear that that helps so many people. Uh, it's very well rounded. So, you know, I hit a lot of muscle groups and it's, um, it's good. So, yeah, I, I agree with what he's saying. A lot of people sleep on the importance of warming up and cooling down um, for both rehab and entry, injury prevention. So, um, yeah, it's going to make you more effective. And one, warming up, injury preventer, but also enables you to perform better. So warming up does more than just, you know, like uh, I see a lot of guys don't put enough emphasis on that. You know, I know that a lot of guys, they just start slapping plates on and squatting or whatever. Um, and then, you know, they see somebody warming up. They're like, what are you doing? Come over here. What are you doing? And then that same guy, you talk to him later, he's got injuries. You know, so it's very important, especially for longevity and your fitness long term, um, to focus on that thing, uh, on those type of things. So yeah, no, that's a great point. I liked your gym guy voice. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is the last one that Daniel said he wanted to hit on. Um, just to let you know, it's his fault. So um, this one will be quick though. So um, you want to talk about a little bit about leadership, and we've mentioned it a couple times that. Uh, some of the best leaders that we knew in regiment were actually imports. And it doesn't necessarily mean that imports are better leaders. It just meant that they were better leaders. And it happened to be, especially in our comp in the company, uh, they were mostly imports. Um, so what do you think um, made them good leaders? I think they knew how to invest in people. Um, what I see a lot, and, and uh, this may get a little controversial, but what I see in a lot of soft only dudes is, and, and I was one of them, right? I only did soft. Um, what I see a lot, and even I got in this loop for a little bit, uh, is they, when they get in leadership, 
they just like the the idea is if somebody sucks cut them right oh this guy's a piece of crap cut them you know and good leadership uh can pull out the potential and people that some people it's like somebody else that says oh this guy sucks but he just needs the right pool he needs the right motivation and that guy can end up being great right and so that's where i think they they nailed it is they were able to look at individual needs and it wasn't just because they came from somebody else somewhere else it wasn't just ah cut this guy because he's not performing the way that i want him to perform um they were able to pull that individual uh pull that needs out because in the conventional forces uh you can't just cut people you're stuck with those people so how do you optimize what you have because you know like a lot of people say you're only as strong as your weakest link so whether it be you know um positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement you know like um disciplinary enforcement i should say uh they know how to do it properly to keep the team efficient and still keep the team motivated you know so you know what what you see in soft is sometimes a little bit uh too much disciplinary you know not enough um motivational or positive reinforcement uh so you know i think they had a good mix of of a little bit of all of it so they're good leaders for that reason um I really hope they see this because I actually uh, those guys actually do follow a little bit of our stuff. So I hope they see it. They we've said it a bunch of times, but we actually thought great dudes, good leaders. So to add on to that, too, I think I thought they did a really good job. Like you said, like they really did a good job of identifying kind of like where people were strong, where they were weak. And they actually did a lot of good job of pairing FORTL combos together where it kind of helped, you know, plus up a weakness with, you know, the FO was weak at this, but the RTO might be good at this. So they paired up really well to kind of um, combine strengths from two people to make an FORTO team that operated pretty seamlessly. Um, so, yeah, but I definitely agree with that. I, and I definitely agree with that fact that in the conventional army, that is definitely the case. Like you're stuck with your guys, like you need to get the best out of them. Now, nah, sometimes you get duds. But um, <laughs> for the yeah. most part, it's a very important skill is to be able to find something that someone's good at. So you'll see guys that get stuck in um, like the office version, left back of our job sometimes in the conventional army, but they're good at it. You know, they weren't going to be a good FO, but they're really, really good at doing some of that back end tech stuff. So it's it's something that I think a good leader really does need to be able to identify strengths and weaknesses and be able to not only foster strengths, but help to plus up and fix weaknesses. Yeah. And I also think that a good leader is selfless. Um, you focus on the needs of your people over yourself. Uh, you know, and I think if you do that, then, you know, all the things that you want to happen for yourself follows along, you know? Um, but I think if you really invest in the people that you're bringing up, that's going to get the best product. You know, what you see happens sometimes is you see some people real focused on their own progression. Everything's very egocentric. And so that's not, you know, it leaves a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. So not a good, not a good leader. You know, you want somebody who's focused on the team and not on them. Some of the worst leaders that I can think of off the top of my head from being in the army were dudes that I knew weren't going to go to bat for me that I knew they didn't protect me. I knew they didn't fight for me. So that was one thing I made sure to always do when I was in charge of guys. I made sure that I went and if something what they messed up, I would take the heat for that and deal with it with them internally. And I'm not going to let them get blasted by a, a platoon sergeant or a first. Like I will take that and then I will deal with it internally. So I know and I would protect my guys when something, you know, if they were going to get thrown on a bunch of details and it was just us, like why are all. So I felt like there was times where I had leaders that didn't protect me or or didn't seem to care about me or my time or me um and it's huge to be able to have a leader that you know is gonna fight for you yeah especially if things go bad too if you, like you mess something up you know that you're not just gonna get hung out to dry yeah yeah and i feel like you know i feel like i was good at that too i was good at um at caring about other people's well-being and progression um good at being humble too yeah, clearly both of us. Yeah. Uh, um, 
I have a question real quick. Um, Ian says, uh, my recruiter told me I wouldn't be able to get an option 40 because of a marijuana misdemeanor and I might not be able to go airborne because of ADD medicine. Uh, we hit on waivers a little bit earlier, Ian. I know I saw you ask the question twice. Um, sometimes it, if they tell you they can't, they can't get that fit in right now, especially the morality waivers for RASP, you'll see those a ton. Um, and with the new looking into medicines and stuff, um, I would I would reach out and maybe talk to another recruiter and see if you get the same answer, because uh, there's obviously not too much we can do on our end specifically about what waivers are given out right now. Um, but I would reach out, talk to a different recruiter, see if you get the same answer from them. Um, and that would be a better kind of starting point for you to jump off of with the information that you get. If, if they get both tell you the same thing, then it's probably going to be true. And unfortunately, there's not much they can do about that. Um. Yep, that pretty much covered it. Uh, so we're we're we got about a four minute four minute warning. So I'm thinking. Uh, you think two two questions? Yeah. Okay. You got one ready? Say no. This isn't a question. Um, BDJ says do a twerk off. I would win, dude. Hips don't lie, dude. These hips don't lie, dude. Um. <laughs> All right, Parker Pinkter says, <laughs> I need to read ahead, dude. He says, how many books does Dan sit on to fit in the frame? <laughs> uh, it's two phone books. No, no, no. All right, I got a question. I got a real... Uh, Josh Nick <laughs> yeah, says, good. how do you show you're a good leader in an environment like selection? Is it just lead by example? So one thing I will say to you is, is everyone in like RASP and stuff... Um, no one you're all peers essentially even when you get put into positions where you're like the little platoon sergeant guy no one cares so you're gonna show leadership quality skills if you are willing to help guys you if you understand something you know, maybe help someone else understand it make sure you're on time make sure you have your stuff make sure you're not the reason dudes are doing push-ups on the rocks Okay, those are the qualities that are going to get you through in RASP. And those are going to get, those are the qualities that are going to have people like um, gravitate towards you. If you know your stuff, you're on time, you're squared away, you help guys out, you don't let dudes fall behind and only think about yourself. Those are the leadership qualities that you're going to want to have and see. But I would not recommend trying to like take charge of guys because you guys are all peers. Then you guys know what's going on. Don't go out of your way to try to be like, oh, I'm the alpha. I'm the leader. Listen to me. Do what you need to do. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're squared away. Help guys when you can. Make sure you don't let dudes fall behind. Don't be selfish if someone forgets something or they're falling or something like that. Help them out because all it's going to do if they get in trouble is come back on you anyways. Yep. Yep. No, all that. Um, I covered it pretty well, man. Dan's edition. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and and another thing, you know, going back to, uh, actually, I'll add a little bit. So, you know, people messing up and stuff. Uh, so you see a lot. And uh, <laughs> I just thought of something, dude. Um, His brain's a little slow. Yeah, exactly. So you see in stressful environments, people start doing goofy stuff. And you see very intelligent people do goofy stuff whenever they're under stress. So, you know, uh, trying to find a way to be calm, maybe if that's you, be calm under pressure, um, you know, breathing techniques and stuff like that. Start finding a way to manage that stress and think clearly under pressure. Um, the big thing is trying to calm yourself under tension will help you make better decisions. And that way you don't do, do anything like goofy that makes people do push-ups in the rocks or whatever. Yeah, you don't want to be the reason everyone's doing push-ups on the rocks. <clears throat> I stuttered on do. I said doo-doo, dude. I know, I heard you. I was just going <laughs> to let it go. But <laughs> uh, It's always funny, dude. Um, All right, so we're going to hit one more? We got time for one more? It's already... I just want to get kicked off. Okay. I live in fear of Instagram it's cutting us off. It's all Jay's fault. So... Um, not to everyone's Instagram. I don't even know who that is, but that guy. 
Dr. Bagra. Dr. I have no idea. <clears throat> Zuck, dude. Um, suck. Cool. Well, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, really appreciate you guys. Uh, be sure to tune in to our next podcast. I saw a lot of questions coming in. Uh, we love doing these things, and uh, and we definitely want to answer you guys. Um, so, again, thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check out trainlikearanger.com where we have workout programs, nutrition programs, merchant apparel, informational content, and as always, much more on the agenda. Um, so, you guys on the programs and you guys out there motivated by us, remember to train to your utmost potential like a ranger. Have a good weekend, guys. You guys.